You have those friends that drink and take everything way too far. Well, that's us. Just ask your mom. This is the True Brew Podcast. This is the True Brew Podcast. Where the beer is cold and truth is told. We drink beer and talk shit. If it's going on in the world, we're probably talking about it. So you sit back, pop a beer, pour a shot, and open up those ear holes. We said ear holes, not buttholes. It's time for you to fuck around and find out. This is the True Brew Podcast. And here are your hosts, Captain Geach and Ricky Mortis. All right, man, so I got one for you, right? So I'm sitting around with some buddies earlier today, and it got me to thinking. Like, one of my buddies, a friend of yours, he's got a twin sister. Right. And, like... She's not attractive. She looks just like him. You know. Which friend are we talking about? Uh, our buddy Chris. Oh yeah, Gawet. Our, our buddy Chris. You know, big goopy redneck. Like friend. I feel so sorry for him. Well, I feel sorry for his sister because his. I say when you say they look alike, I say his sister looks like him. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And I'm like, holy shit, man, this girl. Yeah, it's rough. It's rough. <laughs> like if you got, I mean, it's hard to do this over a podcast, but if you could see this guy, he's already ugly as shit. <laughs> And then you got his twin sister. Poor thing. Yeah. I just want to hug her. She looks like like a very used dog toy. You know? <laughs> but anyways, what I'm trying to get at, man, is like, and we talk about this kind of thing a lot on this show, and let's just keep it fucking going. So, uh, if you were to fuck your twin sister, would you consider it masturbation? No, I would consider it uh, incest. Well, here's why. Like, I'm not a fucking weirdo. I don't have a twin sister that I can fuck to find out. So, I mean, this is all just in my head. Can, like, can, can you find someone just put, like, a, a, a like a cool wig on them that looks like you? <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, so what I'm saying is, like, twins, apparently, they share, like, a mindset or a soul or something. Because they, <laughs> they say they can feel things. Okay. They say they can feel things that, you know, when something like happens. Like a voodoo them, doll. Or they can, like, like spidey sense that, like. Oh like no! Something's wrong with him, or Lassie's so does, Timmy's in a well, or some shit. So does Chris sense when his his sister's getting like raw dogged? I don't know. Maybe like, oh my god, you should have wore a condom. <laughs> like poor thing, you know what I mean? What's wrong with my ass? Uh, what's wrong with my ass? My ass senses are tingling. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, if you rephrase the question, maybe a little bit. If you said, would you consider it if having? Would you consider it masturbation if you had sex with yourself? Yes. Well, yeah, I, yeah, I've asked that question before. Like, if you go back in time, say Back to the Future rules. Yeah. And like, there's another of you. So Marty McFly flies in. He sees himself, and he starts fucking yeah, yeah, himself. Yeah, yeah, he throws it. Like, he opens up the door, and then instead of saying, "Hey, you, get your hands off her," he just starts railing himself. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's that's complete masturbation. <laughs> yeah, I, I think scientists would disagree, but I don't. If you haven't heard about Anchor by Spotify, it is the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Here, let me explain. You see, Anchor has tools that allow you to edit and record your podcast right from your phone or computer, so you don't need any fancy equipment. And when hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast to listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It's everything you need all in one place. And the best part is, guys, it's totally free. 
Jump on over and download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started now. So what's up with the black eye, man? Well, man, I've been getting bullied a lot lately at work. And they punch you in the fucking eye? Well, yeah, you know, like, I spout off with some some shit, you know, like, I, you know, we're all sitting around talking and I'll say, you know, can it, sardine breath? You know, and, and they punch you in the freaking eye I, for that? I don't, I don't know. Maybe they think I'm too nerdy for saying. Is something that like really that. how you got your eye, black eye? Not really. <laughs> what happened? Uh, farm animal sex. Yeah. I, I don't believe that either. <laughs> I don't believe. Whatever. I, you probably fell down or something. Yeah, I fell down the stairs. Do you see a black eye as kind of like a badge of honor? I don't. No, no. no. It, I, I, it's, it draws attention. People ask questions. Well, and, and of course, I'm gonna like if someone asks questions, I'm gonna make up like the coolest fucking story. I always see black eyes, especially when you're younger. You know what I mean? It's almost like it's, it's like, it's like saying you lost a fight. Now yeah. you can beat the crap out of the other guy. Yeah. Like I mean, you could totally like beat him up. I mean, bad, and him not have any like facial any cuts or any black eyes. If you get a black eye, you lost the fight. You lost the fight. Yeah. Like like uh, Daniel LaRusso did in Karate Kid. Yeah. Because he was the bad guy. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Go back and check out one of our, our earlier podcasts where we discussed the Karate Kid. But, so you called him a what now? A sardine sucking? Yeah, I said, you know, they said something. I was like, can it sardine breath? So where does that come from? You know, is like, there something that was just like from the, the '90s are coming back, man? And I'm trying to bring the vocab back. Oh. In the '80s and '90s, yeah. you know, and you got to say things like, "like shut it, dweeb." Yeah, you know what I never figured out. Everyone that out there has probably seen the Breakfast Club. I'm assuming. I know you have. Yeah. What is a neo maxi zoom dweeby? When when um, what's his face Bender Bender says yeah. that to Anthony Michael Hall, you're nothing but a neo maxi zoom dweeby. I. I still can't figure like, it out. I think it's gay of him f- to say that. Yeah, like, he, what's it mean? He shouldn't have said that. I just, I don't, I don't care what he said. I just want to know what he meant by it. Like, even the internet, the great Google couldn't figure it out. I typed well, that in today. I was like, what's that mean? Only uh, John, John Hughes. John Hughes knows. Only John Hughes knows because he, he, he wrote it. He went to the grave with, with Neo Maxi Zoom, Zoom Dweeby. Dweeby. Yeah. What's some, what's other some other nineties slang that uh, maybe comes like to mind? Twerp. Twerp, you know, right. like twerp, I guess means like little eat my whole dick, you dirt bag. Is that <laughs> yeah, one? No, no, that's that's a little more. Suck it, grandma. <laughs> Is that one? Suck it, grandma. Yeah. Have you ever said that to your grandmother? I, I'm not that Suck I it, grandma. Oh, she gave you the claw. <laughs> remember the remember yeah, the claw? Yeah, I used to stand on the edge of her coffee table and and like like claw swipe at, at her. her, swipe at her, and she'd give you the yeah, she'd give me the claw. Yeah, I remember when <laughs> and she, she used called to, me a shit ass. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the only the only cuss word your grandmother would say. I remember like her nails were so long that she'd put it on your on your head. And oh yeah, it, she, and it felt like electricity. Yeah, you're like suck it, grandma. And I say suck it, grandma. No, I would never. I'd never disrespect my grandmother like but that. But anyway, like other other things, like I, I don't know, like um, I'm trying to think, like some old some uh some, some bully phrases, man, where they were like. You dweeb, you, you nerd. How about butt nugget? That's a good butt one. Butt nugget. Or, uh, yeah, fart knocker. Fart knocker, ass munch. Yeah, ass munch. Now they're coming back. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Now I'm starting to, like, okay, yeah, yeah. starting to come back. Yeah. Um, don't say it. Uh, what's, what's it? Don't say it, don't spray bad. it. Yeah, that's Yeah, like it. when you're, you're mad and you're talking, yeah. you're spitting, say it, don't spray and it. And some of these are like 80 ones, you know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like uh, gag me with a spoon. Gag me with a spoon. That's, that's a real. Valley, that's Valley Girl Yeah, talk. that's some real yeah. early 80s As stuff. As if. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
This is the True Brew Podcast. Alright, so we come to the part of the show, as you heard by that lovely intro we just had, called Celebrity Kumite. And what it is, is we take two celebrities, either real, alive, uh, characters in a movie, whatever, and we put them together to a fight. A fight. vicious cockfight. To the death. With your head on a swivel. Yeah, even if you don't have a cock, you can participate in this one. Yeah, cockless or not. Yeah, so today <laughs> we are pitting two classic 80s characters... Yes. But they're actually the same actor. Yes. They play different parts. You want to tell them about this? Yeah, so we're doing Anthony Michael Hall. And if you don't know who Anthony Michael Hall is... He's ugly. <laughs> he's going to go on for hours about how he ugly, is so ugly Anthony now, Michael man. Hall is now. Like, I he, mean, was, he was handsome in like Edward Scissorhands. Yes. But, and like Johnny Be Good. But then when he got to Freddy Got Fingered, he got into that fat, bloated stage. You're right. You're and he's right. never, it's but never he, gone he's away. He's coming back around now. Oh, what's he doing now? Like he's still doing movies. Yeah. Like he was in a recent Halloween movie. Um, but anyways, uh, oh Johnny, be good. You've watched that, right? Yeah. About the football movie and Uma Thurman with in Nick it. Cage. No, I'm just kidding. It's not with Uma Thurman. Yeah, <laughs> she's hot in that. Like I don't think yeah. she's hot like in much. After Poison Ivy and the Batman thing, I think yeah. she lost her hotness. I thought hotness. she was ugly in that too. There's yeah. a lot of girls like that, like Cameron Diaz in The Mask yeah. with, with Jim Carrey. She hot. was hot as fuck, but, but now, now it's just like, nah. nah, she looks like... I'll pass. Like somebody cooked a grilled cheese on her face. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anyways, back to... Uh, f- okay, so... Introduce the characters Anthony here. Michael Hall in The Breakfast Club is known as Brian. Yep. And then... And in 16 Candles, he's called... Well, he calls himself Farmer Ted, but his friends call him Ted. But actually, in the credits, he's credited as The Geek. Not even... Anthony Michael Hall as the geek. And, I mean, I think Molly Ringwald calls him a geek a couple times. Yeah. And then the big schnoz guy sitting in the bleachers because, hey, geek, go beat off or something. <laughs> beat off. Yeah, or whatever. <laughs> I don't know. One of those 80s slang terms or something. Anyway, so in this instance, we're going to call him Farmer Ted. Farmer Ted. Versus Brian. Yep. Okay, so go ahead. I'm going to let you have first pick of the oh, two. Oh, that's the easy one. I want Farmer Ted, man. I He's I, a warrior. I knew you were going to pick warrior. that one. I knew. And, and I was going to pick that one, too. But if I've got to deal with Brian, I'll figure out some ways All right. that he will survive. Jump off of Brian and let me know how badass so he is. Here's how badass Brian is. You don't know. It's a mystery. It's a the surprise element of surprise. Yeah. First of all, he's obviously prepared. You know, he brings all the food groups, yep. you know, to, to lunch. He's got a caring mom, that's why. Yeah, he's got a caring mom. He's got, he keeps, he keep he's got a thermos. With hot soup in it. He can open up that fucking thermos, throw it in Farmer Ted's face. He could. Real fast. Yeah, I think about it, he could. Real fast. Let me tell you fast. why Farmer Ted has the advantage here. Farmer Ted, to me, he's, you may call him something else, but to me, he's a ladies' man. Okay. Not only does he convince a girl to give him her panties and show a bunch of underclassmen and get and charge them a buck to see these panties. He does. You know what I mean? Like I agree. Listen, I don't want to sleep with you. He's a business. Can, can I get your panties? What girl would give you her panties? He's like he's like the original like uh, girls gone wild guy. Yes. Girls gone wild. Yeah, and pay a buck to come in here and see him. Yeah, come in here and see these panties. Um, he's a ladies' man. What do you what'd you call him? I wouldn't call him a ladies' man. I'd say he's he's 
like a go-getter. He's like a never-give-up kind of guy. Yeah. He's got, you know... But then at the end, he gets Jake's girlfriend. Does he get and they Jake's have sex. girlfriend? Do, they have do sex. They, do they have sex? Yes. Legal sex? Well, who, legal. She was like drunk she, as fuck, well, bro. Regardless, afterwards, she was with it. She was like, it's okay. And if, I, if you ask me if the movie could go on another 15 minutes, it would show them banging another one out. I don't think they'd bang again. Here's why. I think, like... Like, Jake and that bitch are meant to be. Like, they're meant to, like... Because, like, obviously his dad owns a car lot or something, and they're going to be, like, the king and queens of the county. Okay. Um, and Jake's going to fuck Molly for a little he's bit. He's going to end up being a, a manager at a dick sport. Until he goods. gets old, and then he's going to go back with that bitch. Which, did you see her, that same lady, the, that actress you're talking about? Who? The, um... The oh, yeah, that yeah. fucks, like... Yeah, she's got a weird first name. I think she's like a realtor now, but... Yeah, but she was in Gremlins 2, and she was a redhead, and she was hot as fuck. That's another thing. In, in 16 Candles, when they have the shower scene, and it shows her in there, like, that's a body double. It's oh, not a, even her. a titty double? Yeah. Not even her real titties? Nope. It's, her, it's a body double. Not real ass, not real nothing. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, I think that actually Farmer Ted returns that Rolls Royce... Looking like Mike and the Mike and the boys use it for an F shack. Like an F shack. Yeah. Yeah, a, a soup kitchen. Dirty Mike and the boys made it into a soup kitchen. <laughs> Fucking soup they kitchen. They were scrubbing <laughs> semen off them seats for weeks. <laughs> so yeah, I you guys pick. I go with Farmer Ted. Farmer yeah, Ted's just I, badass. I got Brian's back. I mean, there's not much to go on. He's he's well prepared, and I just think the element of surprise. You never know what's going to happen. You never. Know. Are you a hardcore motherfucker? Do you wear hardcore threads? Well, Outlaws and Outsiders brand is for you. If you guys like old school hardcore, metal, punk music, or even tattoos, then you guys gotta get over there and check them out. Just go visit OutlawsAndOutsidersBrand.com or take your ass over to Instagram and follow them at Outlaws and Outsiders Brand. And if you head over there right now, you guys can save 20% on your order by using the promo code TrueBrew20 at checkout. They told you once with their mouth. Don't make them tell you again with their hand. The True Brew Podcast. Now, back to your hosts, Captain Geach and Ricky Mortis. All right, now we've come to the part of the show... The meat. Ring the fucking bell. Meat, meat, meat. This is... <laughs> Goddamn. Meat, meat. This is the main event. The meat. The meat. Yeah. From now on, it's going to be called the meat. The meat, yeah. Yeah. We're at the meat. I got you. I was yeah. calling it the main event. The meat sounds better. And since this is the season three opener... You're not wrong. You know, we, we haven't even talked about that. But if you stuck around this far, then you already know that you're on season three. Oh yeah, yeah. This and this is where all the big stuff happens. Yeah, we're gonna get wild. It's crazy. It's gonna get so. Funny. As you probably we alluded to uh, this past week on Instagram and all our social media platforms. I, I think we went beyond alluding when I just basically said we're doing the Wizard of Oz. Yeah, and we're destroying kids' childhoods right now. Yep. Yeah. So if you guys have been around for the last hundred years, and you know what, not to get off on a, on a side street here, but you know what I was thinking about. When I say people, if you've been living under a rock for the last hundred years, then you should know who the Wizard of Oz is. But up to about 20 years ago, before all the social media and stuff, 
when TV was a you know regular thing, when people yeah. sat down you and, sat and you sat and actually you, watched TV and not streaming stuff. Yeah, you couldn't stream it on demand and stuff like that. Yeah. You actually had to and what you know what I mean? You had like to watch what was on the program. Right. Yeah. And when every year, the Wizard of Oz would come on. All and, the fucking time. But even if when it came on, you had still you had to watch it. Yeah. Because it was one of those things that wasn't you know what I mean. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not that way with Wizard of Oz, but I will say I'm that way with Goodfellas. Yeah. So we're going to try our best to really just thoroughly destroy any... I don't think we got to try that hard. It's like in your face. Yeah. It's there. You just need to get a different mindset. And so, my, so the theory is, and, you know, we did this once with the Karate Kid. You know, we if you go back and listen to one of our, our previous episodes, we talked about the Karate Kid where the, he's the real villain. Well, the real villain... In the Wizard of Oz, and it's written all over the walls. Oh yeah, it's Glinda. Oh yeah, Glinda the Good Witch. Yeah, that you you saying that right there brings me to one of my uh, pinpoints. Glinda the Good Witch. Now the other witches, what are their names? You got, they don't have names. They're the Wicked Witch of the East. Yeah, of the West. Yeah. And was the witch who got with the house fell on her? Was she a good witch? No, she was a bad witch. Okay, too. so she was the Wicked Witch of the East. Yeah, and then. Uh, the Wicked Witch of the West that's in the movie. Yeah. That that they were just the Wicked Witch. It's just right out it's it's just right out in your yeah. face that Glinda the Good Witch. She has a name. She's got Glinda and the Good Witch. So let me the first question I want to ask, I want to pose to everyone, is is Oz a real place? Or was it just Dorothy's dream? That's a good thing. I I'd like to think that it is a parallel universe almost. Let me tell you one thing. So, first of all, I don't think it was a dream. I think that Dorothy actually went there. Not physically, but she went there... But like on the spiritual plane? Maybe her spirit or maybe her soul, whatever. Yeah. And I don't think that she went there by chance. I think that Glinda... I think, first of all, I think Glinda... Glinda. I think Glinda is is <laughs> like she's trying to run the whole thing. Of course. She wants okay. control of Oz. Yeah, and she don't want to get her hands dirty. Right. She, I think she so used she Dorothy. Finds Dorothy as a and see, this is what it took me a long time to figure this out, and I don't know why. A lot of people could see it right off the bat that the characters that are on the farm, the farm hands that work, you know, with Auntie M or whatever the grandfather's name was, they are the Tin Man, the the Scarecrow, yeah. and the, the Cowardly Lion. That took you a long time. To I, yeah, really? I, finally, I finally went. Wait a minute. That yeah. they look just like him. That's it. You know. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe hey, let me here. bring up something around that point. Who are the only characters that don't have counterparts in Oz? Uh, Auntie M. Yep. And Dorothy. But see, Dorothy wouldn't have one. See, these all those parallel characters, you could Dorothy call them... Dorothy wouldn't have one, which means Auntie M. I was going to say Auntie M isn't... Glinda? She's not close enough to Glinda. She, If anything, she would be closer to the witch that the house landed on. Another thing is their ages are not the same. So every character has a doppelganger. Yes. The the farmhands, yes. like I said, they ended up being the Tin Man, the Scarecrow, and the uh, Cowardly Lion. Agreed. Okay, so since, back to Glinda. So Dorothy's house gets sucked up in this big F5 tornado. Yeah. Who has that much power to land a house completely intact exactly where and land it. it right where she wanted it right on top of the Wicked Witch of the East yep. you know what I mean yep. I, yeah it wasn't a chance coincidence right no. so Glinda shows up you know and you know she, well, well we don't have to go through the whole movie but 
whenever Dorothy wakes up or whatever, she gets out of the house and she gets out there and all the munchkins come out, whatever. And then here comes Glinda the Good Witch. She comes flying in this bubble. Well, they say that the munchkins called her. First of all, how did these little fuckers call her? I don't know. With their new yeah. Moto Flip Z yeah. phone? On their Vavuzela? <laughs> I don't know what that is. The, the soccer thing? The big long oh, soccer? Oh, that's called Vavuzela? Something like that. Oh, just, I might be saying it wrong. just made that up. <laughs> I hated that. When they, were, they had the World Cup and yeah. everyone had those things, I hated them. But yeah, so Glenda appears, right? Yeah. She waves her magic wand, blah, blah, blah. First of all, she does her little magic wand thing and gets the slippers off the bad witch's feet and pops them on Dorothy's feet. Yeah. Right. Why? Well, I don't think the slippers really had anything to do with it. I think Glinda's a, just an evil bitch because, so the Wicked Witch shows up, all the munchkins are scared. I think Glinda's just trying to be the good person. You know what I mean? I think Glinda is trying, because here's the thing, like, at the end of the movie, Glinda says to Dorothy, you had the power the whole time. Right. To just click your shoes and go the fuck home. And Dorothy says, well, why didn't you... Well, no, actually, the Tin Man says, why didn't you just tell me that in the beginning? She said, because she wouldn't believe me. No, Listen, it's because you wanted to kill your other fucking sister so you could run this shit. Right. She wanted complete power. Yeah. So, first of all, so, so Glinda... She's someone who starts off nicely, but slowly over time starts to manipulate Dorothy into doing, like you said, getting her hands dirty because she don't she wants she don't wants no blood on yeah. her hands. Yeah, exactly. So, I, like I said, I think Glinda is controlling everything. I didn't think I, see because everyone has a parallel. Like yep. I said, everyone has a doppelganger. Yep. Even the Wicked Witch of the West has one, yes. which is. The lady who lived and took Toto yeah. because Take Toto to was chasing her, at her or chasing her, chasing her cat or something, or something yeah. in her garden or something. So she was going to take him, Miss, Mrs. Gulch or whatever. So that tells me that Glinda created her as well. Because when the Wicked Witch of the West dies, she, she, th- she throws a bottle, uh, bottle of water. A bottle of water, a bottle of Aquafina. Yeah, some Aquafina on you. She throws a bucket of water on her, and she melts that easily. Which means she was like a clone or some shit. Yeah, man. like she 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 made, the Glinda made her. So, I mean, she was created by Glinda. Now, Glinda sends Dorothy on this, this quest along the way to, to find this useless wizard. The yeah, only way, yeah, yeah, yeah. and, she, and he, she tells her, the only way you can get back home is if you take the, the the Wicked Witch of the West broom to the wizard, and he can get he's the only one that can get you back home. But he was just like some dude. He was just a dude behind a curtain. Yeah, behind a curtain. Nothing. Yeah. And here's another thing. This is how useless he was. And so, he, get, he gave like the Tin Man like a Flavor Flavor clock to sit around his neck yep, with a heart. Yep. You want a heart? <laughs> this is what you get. Yeah. But uh, so he... When you get there, you, like I said, you find out he's just a, he's an average person. He's no no one special. He has no special skills, and he jumps in his hot air balloon. Well, he, this is another thing. Glinda made the Tin Man, and the Cowardly Lion, and the Scarecrow because they're all doppelgangers. Right. And if you watch the movie, the Tin Man, he, the Wizard jumps in the balloon. The Tin Man just takes the rope off and lets the balloon go. And then when Dorothy's screaming, "Come back! Come back!" the Wizard says. I don't know how to control it. Then why do you have a fucking <laughs> yeah, why balloon? Why do you own a hot air balloon if you don't know how to control it? Yeah, it's like you having one and going, I got a hot air balloon. What are you going to do? I don't know. I don't know how to control it. I'm not jumping in it. But he jumps in it. And then the Tin Man, and it's kind of, it's weird because the camera pans over to the Tin Man and you see him just undo the rope like, yeah, I did that. No. 
You know what I mean? Ta-da. Yeah, so that tells me that Glinda is controlling him. And who shows up right in the very next scene? Glinda. Fucking Glinda, man. So who called her that time? Nobody, because she was watching oh, the entire watching time. she was watching the entire time. The entire time. Is she like... And she made them lay down in the poppy seeds where they got fucking sleepy yep. and shit. And you know what that, and, and this is a this is a, a interesting fact in in real life, that when it snowed in the poppy seeds, that was asbestos. Oh. They used for snow. Oh. Because it looked the most like snow. Lovely. Yeah. Right on, right on them. <laughs> another, another fun fact is uh, the Tin Man was originally played by Buddy Epson. Yes. Yes. Um, I know this. Jed Clampett. Jed Clampett from Beverly Hills. But the paint they used to cover his body with was toxic and he had a, like an allergic reaction oh, yeah, yeah. and had to spend like two weeks in the hospital. Oh, terrible. Yeah. So I've read that the Tin Man was actually changed into that. Like, the reason he's called a Tin Man is because he was a policeman, which is why he has a gun. Have oh. you noticed that Tin Man yeah. has a gun there, in there? Is a, there's a scene, in the, I guess, in the Haunted Forest yes. when the flying monkeys come down and and, yeah. and curb stomp the shit out of the scarecrow. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and Tin Man pulls his piece out. Yeah. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. <laughs> you know, he whips out his piece, you know? So, like, obviously... Uh, I think there's even more going on. Like, maybe he was a regular fucking dude, and, like, Glenda, he pissed Glenda off, and Glenda was like, you're fucking... You're well, metal. see, I think Glenda was Fuck spying. You, this is how evil Glenda is. I think she was spying on Dorothy even before she went over the rainbow and left the farm. Probably, you're probably right. Because she says, you know, she came here to teach her a lesson. And the lesson is, it's like, it's not, the grass is not always greener on the other side, like, on the other side of the rainbow. Somewhere over the rainbow. A lot of debauchery in here. Yeah. I think she was spying on her and said, you know what? I want to control Oz. There's three people standing in my way. But they never mention a witch of the South. You know what I mean? Here's the thing of mine is, like, the wizard, like, his facade, like, how did he, like, obviously the other people there were scared of him. They were scared of the great the, powerful wizard. Yeah. But he was just a guy with some shit. And then when it does, that's, you bring up a good Which point. Which makes me think Glenda was, like, behind that, too. Oh, of course she was. Like, you know, making him scared. Of course she was. She's yeah. like, listen, this is what you're going to do. You're going to make people afraid of you until I come and relieve you of your duty. <laughs> And I'm going to put you in a, in a hot air balloon and I'm going to send your ass off somewhere and you'll never come back. But see, this is why I think, like you said, going back to the doppelganger thing, Glenda created him as well because he is Professor Marvel. He is. The little guy in the wagon that Dorothy stops by yeah. and sees. So he, she was, he was created as well. Oil, the snake oil salesman. My thing, if I was a person of the Emerald City, if I was a citizen, and I, when I found out that the great and powerful Oz was just some dude... Were there other citizens besides the Munchkins? Were there full-size citizens? Yeah. The, well, yeah. I can't remember. I remember the horses that changed colors and shit. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the people, they, you know, they had Munchkin land. Yeah. And then they had the Emerald City. Okay. And they okay. were they were little pe- little midgets, too. You know what I mean? Oh, were they? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Oh, damn. I think most of them were. I, I, I guess. I can't remember. I think they just took the munchkins and redressed them and then some green shit and made them <laughs> citizens of the Emerald yeah, City. Anyhow, so... Whenever the wizard come out that he was just some dude. Yeah. Oh, you're not great and powerful guy? Where's the bald guy that was on the screen? You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd yeah. knock the shit out of that dude. Yeah, yeah. Get in your balloon, fuck boy, because yeah. we, we're taking it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yep. Time to go, bitch. Yep. So, I, yeah, I think Glenn, it was it was Glenda's plan the entire and then time. The, I feel like they all got fucked. Like, 
because they all came and asked for something from the wizard, and like the lion asked for courage. Yes, and what he, he gave do? Him, he gave him like what, like what? Oh, he gave, he gave him, him like a, somebody's purple heart. He gave him a he gave him a crown and a scepter. Oh, I thought he had a thing around his neck. He was the king of the forest. And then he gave the scarecrow like a a, a fake fucking diploma. Yeah, because he got the mines. He was like, here, here's a diploma. Yeah, like, that's some shady <laughs> that's shit. That's your right man. Here. Yeah. <laughs> Well, all right, well, this has been one big fuckfest of an episode. And I really hope that we ruined your childhood. And if we did, why don't you use some bully slang from the 90s like dweeb, twerp, or... Neo Maxi Zoom Dweeby. That's a classic, bro. And if you're one of those, maybe you should head over to outlawsandoutsidersbrand.com to pick up some hardcore threats. Or check out their Instagram at the same address, <laughs> Outlaws and Outsiders Brand. <laughs> Go follow them, like them, show them your support. And if you do that, you can get 20% off of your order by using the code... True Brew 20 at checkout. Oh, yeah. You've been listening to the True Brew Podcast. If it's going on in the world, we're talking about it. Real, raw, uncensored, and completely unapologetic. We just don't give a shit. We do hope you enjoyed the show. If you did, make sure to like, rate, and review. And if you really liked us, you'll send us some pics of your wife, naked, or preferably your side chick, whichever. We'll be back soon. But remember, you can find the show on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Breaker, Pocket Casts, or whatever you listen to your podcasts on. Check out the Facebook page and hear new episodes every Thursday. Y'all be cool, and we'll see you next time on the True Brew Podcast. Podcast.